What's up, what's up, what's up, my brothers and sisters in Christ? This is Minister BJ Major, and I welcome you all to another episode of God's Recording. Thank you all so very much for those who are listening and viewing God's Recording right now. I'm not going to waste no time, but we're going to get right into today's episode. Today, joining me here on God's Recording is a dear friend of mine. I have known her since. Well, we've been friends since high school, but I don't know of her since middle school. So that's a, <laughs> that go a long ways back. She is the author of Note to Self-Affirmation to Young Queens. And she is the author of King Me Because Royalty is Life. Joining me right now. And also, she was the 2018 PAM um, Next Generation Motivator of the Year Award recipient. I am proud to have on here. Miss Selena Monique, welcome to God's Recording. Yes, yes. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes, I am so honored to have her here. She is, I believe, the first author I done had here on God's Recording. Not on the Sunday Word Report, I done had, you know, authors and everybody on there, but here on God's Recording, I, I believe she's the first author I done had on here. So this is a history-making episode today. It's history? Yes, history-making. So, um, y'all, I'm not just saying this because she's my friend and I know her personally, but, um, y'all make sure y'all get these books, especially if you have kids, you are uncle, you are God daddy, <laughs> or if you're a youth leader or kid, get these books. Cause I don't read them and boy, I can't wait to read these. Some, when I have kids, I, can't, I, I tell you, I can't wait. These are some good books. So Selena, the first question I want to ask you is, you know, what led you to start, you know, to, to. Um, write these two books. So these are some awesome books, I tell you. So it's funny you ask that because it's funny. Every time I get this question, I feel like my answer changes. And it's not that I'm not being um, honest, but it's just there are many factors that contributed to me writing these books, right? So for one, I'm a school social worker. I deal with a lot of youth and I see a lot of things along with the different experiences that I personally experienced in my life. And so when you mix those together, as well as in 2017, I encountered a near-death experience. Um, and I can go into details with that more later, but yeah, I grew up with self-esteem issues. A lot of people didn't know that about me. I didn't feel pretty. I always felt like the ugly friend. And so growing up with those self-esteem issues and then with the incident happening a couple of years ago, which I don't know if you all can see it, but it messed up my face. And even this scar is beautiful compared to how it looked originally. I had the decision when this happened to either go back to that place that I had delivered myself from with the low self-esteem and the things that the devil wanted me to think, the enemy wanted me to be down and feel defeated, or I could have done something different about it. So I used the pain for my purpose, and I just wrote the books. And like I said, I've been pushing those books, and now more than ever, I'm really realizing how valuable they are, not only with students dealing with self-esteem issues, but look at history that's being made even today with all the things going on in the world. And so it just lets our little black and brown um, boys and girls understand that they are valued. They are enough. They are worthy of everything good, despite what the world or other people may tell them. So I just want to instill those, you know, very powerful values within our youth because Broken children grow up to be broken adults. That's one of the realest quotes mm -hmm. ever. And so if we can mend up some of these broken pieces or avoid even being broken out together, I feel like we'll have more um, more whole adults. And once you're whole, you can do anything. So 
that's the inspiration behind both books. Yeah, because um, it's amazing how, you know, you start working on your vision and then as time goes on, your vision starts to change, you know, because that gives you more fuel to continue on doing what you're doing. Um, because I can remember um, a lot has changed when it comes to young people between when the first your first book came out and then now your second book out. It's just like, OK, wow, we, we, we as leaders need to really get on it and we really need to um, motivate, encourage these young people. Because y'all know me, I, I, I love, you know, ministering to today's generation. And one thing I can't stand is when an adult complains about how bad the generation is, but you're not doing nothing to try to make it better, you know. Um, so I'm telling you, like I said, I'm going to be saying this the whole time today. Get these books. Get these, get these books. I tell you. But um, another thing I want you to talk about, you know, I believe that testimony could say a lot because, you know, you talked about your near um death experience and i remember when that happened uh, because people don't realize you know you see the results of a vision but you don't know what it took to get to that vision so i really want you to share that i wasn't gonna bring it up but since you brought it up <laughs> i want you to go ahead and talk just talk about your mind i was gonna bring it up but since you put it out there no no i don't mind sharing so um like i said growth with self-esteem issues um i had a lot of daddy issues beyond the daddy issues just different terrible bad unhealthy relationships and so like i said growing up felt like the ugly friend and then i got to honestly i don't think i really started to really feel popping and like okay girl you all in the back of chips until between senior high school and college it was literally that late um and then i got to college I was just like, okay, you might be all right. You know, you start feeling yourself. You're dressing up different. You start to become the woman or the man that you are. And then, like I said, in 2017, I was out of town, Houston, Texas, with one of my neos and some of our friends. And we were celebrating her birthday. And um, it's so crazy, right? Because when I think back to that day, I think about how eerie the whole day was. I just felt weird all day. Um, we were out at a restaurant eating seafood, and I text my mom, and I was just like, you know, mom, I love you. And I just sent her this long text about how grateful I was for the things that she has done for me throughout my life. And it was almost like virtual. I was supposed to die, like almost like that. But God, because literally it was even, I didn't want to go. We ended up going um, out to hang out at this like bar to celebrate her birthday, break her birthday. And I didn't want to go, but then I thought about, okay, this is her actual birthday. I can't not go out on her birthday. So it was just so many things that led up to, that was like, no, don't go, don't go. But even in the midst of me still going, the grace and the mercy and the blood of Jesus definitely kept me. So we were out. And after her birthday came in, it was about 12, 15, 12, 30. Me and one of our other friends decided that we were ready to go back to our uh, Airbnb. So I went back to the Airbnb. I was like, okay, we called the Uber. We were waiting on the Uber. I was like, okay, <clears throat> let me run to the restroom really quick. So we, I'm on the way to the restroom, and there's this guy that's with two girls at the bar. And he's black. You know, I don't know if you've ever been out, or even if you've never been out, you know how sometimes in these bars and clubs that the um, – it's very kind of shoulder to shoulder and pretty packed. So I kind of bumped him a little to go to the restroom. And I said, you know, excuse me, I'm just trying to get to the restroom. I was very pleasant. I hadn't been drinking that evening. Like, I was sober, everything. 
So I bumped him and he turns around and he starts cussing me out and just being very nasty and distraught. And one thing led to another because I tried to bump through to get to the bathroom, not to fight. Not to, I'm trying to go to the bathroom so we can get our Uber and get up out of there. And so I bumped him to go to the bathroom. But I mean, I'm not the biggest person. My little bump for a grown man wasn't threatening at all. But um, so I bumped him and one thing led to another. I know he took the glass. He was drinking his drink out of and cracked it, cracked it on my face. And when I say I didn't realize what happened initially, I just know my friend slammed my head into her dress because she saw everything. So she saw how much blood. I'm going to release the pictures probably this year, but she saw how much blood and everything that was going on. So she was trying to stop the pressure. So she literally had drugged me to the bathroom. I just thought he threw his drink on me because my eyes were burning. So I initially went like this. So we get to the bathroom and I call these girls, my two guardian angels, along with my friend. And they, they're cussing everybody out, telling them clear out the bathroom. They cleared the bathroom. They locked the door some kind of way. And they had me on the floor and they were patching me up with, um, like brown paper towels. One of the ladies said she was an EMT or a doctor, and the other lady, I don't remember. But when I said, I don't know these ladies from a can of paint, I don't know if they were really these professions. I don't even know if they were real or they were angels at this point because after it happened, I never found them. And it's crazy because the doc, well, on in, in the midst of waiting on the ambulance, I passed out three times. And on the third time of me passing out, I stopped breathing. They said I laid there literally lifeless. They thought I had died. And they said that all of a sudden they knew everything was okay because about three minutes later, three whole minutes later, I started snoring. And it was like, so they said, they was like, okay, I know you're okay. You snore back to normal. So the ambulance came in there moving slow. You know, I, they knew I was back myself too because I won't lie. I wasn't being godly. I was because not the ambulance people. Because for me, they were moving so slow and I was afraid. But I also knew in my mind that God had me for one. And then for two, I knew that in order for me to... To help save my life, I couldn't freak out. Because, you know, you freak out, you lose more blood. And so everybody around was freaking out. Um, of course, I understand that their friends on the floor are bleeding drastically. Like, it was almost like a movie scene. And so I do get everybody's concerns and stuff, but I just kept breathing. And at one point, I asked one of my other friends, I said, please don't let me die. I'm my mama's only child. Please don't let me die. And so I said, the ambulance came. The police asked I want to press charges. I said, yeah. Get to the hospital, they patch me up. They told me they wouldn't show me my face until after they patch me up. I see the pictures and I'm like, oh my God. Um, and like, and like I said, I'm it's a long story, but I'm literally like, oh my God, because I see my face. And again, like I tell you, I battle with self esteem issues. I finally feel good about myself, and then here we go again. Um, and so to speed up the story, um, basically the doctors told me three different ways that it could have ended differently. They said if it, the scar would have cut up, I could have been blind. If it would have cut just a little bit lower, so the scars right here, if it would have just been right here, it's a major artery. And so I would have bled to death definitely if it would have cut the major artery or even with where he did cut me in. If I would have lost, I think, half a pint more blood, I would have died with a bled to death. And so there's so many different ways I feel like the enemy was attacking me that day. He was trying to stop my purpose. He was trying to stop my voice. You know, I call myself self-proclaimed, the vocal architect. And I feel like he was trying to stop my voice for the for the lives that are attached to my life. And so, you know, but God, and I keep saying it, but literally, but God. And so, um, like I said, with all that happening, I had, after all that happened, fast forward, police found out they didn't press charges on the guy because they said I assaulted him first. And then Texas law with me bumping him, that was considered an assault. And I'm like, really? 
you know, so just, to, and, and it was a, a lady, you know, police officer who told me that. So like I said, it goes back to what's going on now, you know, the history of it all. You know, you want to people who are supposed to protect and serve and they're telling you basically it's your fault that the situation that happened to you happened. So just picture all those thoughts from all those different pieces going on in my head. And so like I said, I was low for a little bit, but that happened on a Saturday night. You might as well say Sunday morning. It was 12 after 12. So that Sunday, we flew back to Atlanta. My mom came down. And by that Tuesday or Wednesday, I was back at work. So I was I, I made the face mask cool before they were cool. So I just put on the face mask and went back to work. And, of course, I explained to one of my principals at one of my schools, who's, I love her so much, I call her my fairy godmother. And she just cried with me. And she just told me I had permission to wear the mask. And, you know, I just kind of molded with it. But like I said, in doing that and praying, and I probably didn't pray as much as I wanted to, being transparent, because I was so hurt. And I was just like, really, again? Like, I couldn't believe it. You know, sometimes we get angry with God. He can handle it. You know, we're like, really, God? Like, come on. And so I finally got myself together. And like I said, between that and realizing even the kids were concerned, realizing the value that I brought, reminding myself just who I was, that's how Notes of Self and Keeney came about. So I know that was a long story, but I want I like to paint the entire picture so people can fully understand that it wasn't just like a little incident and I got it together. It took, I went through highs and lows, really like an emotional roller coaster. There were highs, there were lows, you know, and I'm a, a, a woman of God for sure. But sometimes, you know, that flesh and that enemy creep up and he, he knows your weaknesses and he plays on those. But like I said, at the end of the day, God is so amazing. That's why you guys have me here today. Yes, and it seems like from from just sitting on my end watching God moving Selena like you said, like after that, it's like God really just started to just move in your life. But you you, you talked about how you still went through highs and lows after that, and you went through this, you went through that. But look where you at today, and y'all, like I said, it's, I'm I'm just so amazed at how God's just working, you know, through her life and using her to still make a difference and how. The enemy tried it, but God still, you know, fought that for her and still yeah. got her here right now. So, you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad to just have you on here today uh, with me today. I got one more question for you. I went off the script, y'all, just in case y'all didn't know. I had, I got a whole list of stuff right here I was going to ask, but I, I, went off the, I went off the script today. You know, anything can happen here on God's recording. But it's one more question I wanted to ask you. What inspiration you want to give all the kids who are watching this what inspiration or encouragement you would like to give them okay hmm. one thing like i said the reason why i i was praying and you know how people have these different titles that they self-proclaimed or that people give and i said what would be the title like who is selena monique and you know that's how i recently dropped that video and just really get to really had to dig into who and what I was. And so I literally was sleeping. You know, I do these all-nighters where I, where I sit on the couch and I work on so many different things. And so I was doing one of those all-nighters and I fell asleep on the couch and literally I woke up and as soon as my eyes opened, as clear as you sitting next to me or talking to me now, I heard God whisper, the vocal architect. I was like, oh, that's nice. 
yes, you know, when God just so you like, yes. Like literally, if you see one of my friends, I had to show her because you know sometimes you tell people things and they don't believe. I showed her all the names I had. Nothing was as as fire as that was. And so when I said, okay, that's the name, it wasn't like I had to think of why he said that. I instantly understood why I was I was the vocal architect. Because like I said, I used my voice to help heal others as well as to help them remember who and what they are and own all of who they are, the good things and the bad things. And so if I had to leave children with anything, I would say never lose your voice. You know, you have to stand for something or you will fall for anything. With peer pressure being so prominent, with clout going on so good now, and you like, like Cardi say, started bringing Cardi on this, but they do anything for clout. And that's serious, like... They seriously do anything for that. People do anything for attention, social media attention to go viral. People are selling their souls for a couple likes and shares. And it's sad. It's scary. And so I just really want the youth to really find who they are, not who their parents want them to be, not who they feel like they should be, not who some of their favorite celebrities are, but who they are. Because the thing about the celebrities that we love so much, the thing about the people in power that we love so much is they're being them. We love them for who they are. If you realize the people that are crowd favors is people that are themselves. They may not be living a perfect life, but they're living a life being themselves, not putting on, not be pretending to be something. Because the thing about kids, they realize they can see through it. They can see mm-hmm. through when you're and phony. They can see where you're not being you. And um, me and my friend, I always talk, and we talk about how we try to keep up, not us personally, but how we as society try to keep up with the Joneses. When they wishing, like, okay, stop, stop trying to do this because we don't want to spend all this money ourselves. You know, and it's always, it's just always something. And then I would also say, run your race. It's a race, not a marathon. It's a journey. And honestly, the journey is more beautiful than the destination sometimes. Because if you ever think about flying somewhere and you're traveling, granted, when you get there, you're going to have a good time. It's great sightseeing. But just being in the clouds and just experiencing being that high up and at peace. And, you know, it's just something about the journey that it's so beautiful and where you learn the most things. Because most times when we get to our destinations, we're like, okay, what's next? We're not sitting necessary and pondering on everything. So, like I said, to sum it up, knowing who and what they are and not settling. Two, never finding their, never losing their voice, excuse me. And then three, like really appreciating their journey and enjoying their journey. And like I said, just making sure that the people they're surrounded by are people who truly have their best interest at heart and not just trying to stay along for the ride. Because I realized the more I surround myself around more people who are even doing better than me, they help bring me up. Because those are the levels that I'm trying to get to. And so when I surround myself around those people, they tell me things I don't want to hear, but it's for my better. And so those are some things. Like I, said, I have plenty of things I tell them because I talk to students all day. I've seen them experience good and bad. And like I said, a lot of my own experiences. But I would definitely say those things are our top things in the society like today, especially knowing their value. Because <laughs> people are fighting so hard to, they see it. And that's why they're fighting so hard to try to take it from us because they, they see how valuable we are. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the issues we're having. But, you know, just, just owning it. Like, they're, and like I said, I talk to all kids, but black is really beautiful. We're powerful. We're creative. 
Like, just look at the quarantine and how we've made so many different things come from that, from these musical battles that are not really battles. They're kind of like celebrations to just these different businesses. I don't know if you saw the, the African-American queen who created the um, digital fashion show. Like how so I did see that. I did. Is that how innovative? Like, we are magical, seriously. And so I just want them to own their magic, you know? No magic trick is the same, but they're all cool. They all draw attention. So, on your own magic. That's a mic drop moment. <laughs> but I, I, there was a reason I wanted Selena on here today because we are living in some crazy times. I've been on this earth almost 29 years. I've never seen things like this ever. Oh, you old. You old. We're not talking <laughs> Leave my age. You know what? Okay, let me put it like this. I've been on this earth for a long time. I'm going to on this earth a long You can tell me and Selena being friends for a long time. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot going on. And I wanted Selena on here to give encouragement during these times because even though we're in the midst of the pandemic, uh, racism, social injustice, you know, I want every young person out there to know that don't let nothing, uh, no one stop you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, do what you got to do. And it's amazing. I still see people graduating, people making big moves. A lot of people are still doing a lot of things. Just because we're in the midst of a pandemic, just because we are, um, quote-unquote, in quarantine or shut down or whatever, you haven't been shut down. <clears throat> you still got, you still got stuff, you, stuff you can still do. So, you know, keep on going. And you know something I did? I bought, like, if, you know, God bless me to get to, you know, a little bit of money. Uh, I was able to buy some all my friends' books that I've been meaning to buy. And I've been reading, I've been studying, I've been getting a lot of stuff, you know, ready for what's ahead for my personal life. And I encourage you all, I know reading is not a, a thing a lot of young people like to do, but read, 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 read. And that's you know- where, That's where they hide the information. Leaders are truly readers. Leaders are readers, definitely. Yeah, so read, read, read. And since you're reading, you might as well go ahead and purchase these two books and read them while you're doing that as well. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you uh, read and make sure you purchase these two books. Selena, how can they purchase these books? Yeah, so um, the books are on Amazon and Barnes and Noble websites, but they can also on um, my Instagram page. I'm I'll provide it for virtual, so he can let you all know. They can DM me. I'm not that. I'm not. It's not that serious. So they can DM me, email me, and I can actually send them a signed copy. But if they just want to purchase them, they don't care for them to be signed, they can purchase them on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites, as well as my site, which will lead them to um, the Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites. I got my signed copy because when she really get up there one day, I was like, hey, y'all, I got a book for Selena Monique's personally signed. Now what? <laughs> I can, and you got a paragraph in yours, too, so hey. Yes, yes. But, um. So I want to thank Selena for joining me today here on God's Record. I'm not going to hold you all too long today, but for those who are listening, I want you all to continue to listen to God's Record. And for those who are watching this, I have a very special treat. And Selena know, I don't know, didn't know I was about to do this. I'm about to actually show the 2018 PAM Award presentation where I awarded Selena Monique with the very first Next Generation Motivator of the year award. So for those who are watching, you are in for a very special treat. So Lena didn't know I was going to do that. But, no. but at I'm least gonna... I look decent that day. I'm looking a little rough right now. You know, I'm, oh. <laughs> so like you talked about 
blessed is doing the pandemic. So you guys, I look a little rough. I just bought my first home. So I'm here moving and that's why I'm looking a little rough. But y'all will get to see the cute side on the video. So yeah, look, roll the clip so they can see the good the goodness of God. <laughs> yeah, so we about to y'all about to watch that who are uh, watching those who are listening, y'all stay tuned for more God's recording. So don't go nowhere. It's about to get even better. Stay tuned for more God's recording. And that's it. Amen, amen, amen. That is it for today's episode of God's Recording. Thank you so much, Miss Selena Monique, for joining me today here on God's Recording. Um, it was a joy to have you here today to um, talk about um, not just your books, but most importantly, what how God has use your pain and and had that pain to just kind of come together with your purpose oh my lord that that was a powerful testimony and i pray that you all have gotten something out of today's episode of god's recording i'm just full i am just truly truly full today here on God's recording y'all can tell in my voice I'm full because it's good to not just only reconnect with good friends but to just um just talk about life and to talk about you know what they're doing and how they're making a difference in this world you know God is truly good and I think a lot of people miss that you know not only you know do people you know miss the opportunity to reconnect but they miss the opportunity to use that you know reconnection and to help it help somebody else who truly needs to hear how good god is and how he can use your pain for your purpose and um it's just i'm so glad god laid selena on my heart to be here with me today on god's recording because I think we all needed that reminder that even though we go through, even though we face things, even though we have quote unquote setbacks, that doesn't mean that everything is over. It doesn't mean everything's a lost cause. The molding and shaping process is not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be smooth sailing, but just let's, let's remember that even though things seem like it's all said and done and it's hopeless, Remembers God. Remember, God is up to something. He's always up to something. As long as you stay close to Him and true to Him, and just stay true to yourself, you will not only get to where you need to be, but you will get to a place in life where you where you thought you would never ever be. Amen. So I just want you all to be encouraged today. Those who um, are listening, thank you so very much to all the new subscribers. Thank you so very much for pressing that play button once again to check out today's. Um, did I say what? What did I say? <laughs> did I say news? Let me say that all of them. I think I said it wrong. If I didn't, charge it to my heart. Don't charge it to my heart, charge it to my head. Y'all know I keep it real here on God's recording. For those new subscribers, thank you all for pressing that play button to check out God's recording for the first time and for the returning subscribers thank you all so very much for pressing that play button to check out today's episode of god's recording make sure you rate this episode leave a review and tell somebody about it amen y'all know on random wednesday anything can happen you know i may play a flashback episode of the old original god's recording or i may just 
sing or I may do another message. You never know what's going to go on here on Random Wednesday here on God's Recording. But with all that being said, um, I pray that you all tune in this coming Friday here on God's Recording. It is all on the altar Friday. You are not going to miss all on the altar Friday this coming Friday here on God's Recording. I love you all. I, I, I will continually keep you all in my prayers. If you need me, look in the description box to contact me on social media. All my contact information is in the description. I want you all to make sure that if you need prayer, please get in contact with me. And I will keep you in prayer. I love you all until this coming Friday. This is Minister BJ Major signing off. Tell you all to stay great, stay safe, and be blessed.